Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on The Gold Derby Podcast Network. Welcome back to Gold Derby. I'm Christopher Rosen. I'm joined by Joy Singh. We're back, Joyce, after a brief break. Uh, and we're going to talk about the best limited series categories at the Emmy Awards. How's it going, Joyce? Uh, it, it's going all right. Watching the Olympics. How, yeah. how was your, your beach week? Yeah, I was, on, I was on a beach week. It was great. I didn't go to the beach pretty much at all. Uh, we went to the beach and then I didn't do it. I don't love the beach. I don't love I'm sand either. I'm not a beach person either. It, it, the sand just gets everywhere. Yeah. Like if you invite me, I'll go, but um, I would never actually actively go myself. Yeah. I don't disagree. I mean, it's fun. The ocean's cool. I like looking at the ocean and like just pondering life's existence, which is... Uh, and, and Emmy predictions. Obviously. And Emmy predictions. I thought a lot about the Emmy Awards and a lot about this limited series category. You, because, you came uh, back Monday and you're like, we need to talk about limited series. It's weighing on this because it feels like undecided. I mean, like we, we talked before about like Ted Lasso pretty much uh, guaranteed or, you know, overwhelming choice for best comedy and The Crown seemingly uh, overwhelming choice for best drama. Queen's Gambit's still in the lead here, uh, but I don't know. I think it's vulnerable, let's say. Oh, for sure. It's definitely vulnerable. Uh, it's it's the tightest of like those, the three series races, isn't it? I haven't. It is, yeah. I mean, like right now, uh, Queen's Gambit's still in the lead here in our odds, but Mayor of Easttown right there, you know, like about 600-ish votes or, you know, picks behind. Not that, you know, not a total blowout. And then you have, I May Destroy You right there as well. The other nominees in the category are WandaVision on the Underground Railroad. I actually thought WandaVision maybe would be, I think in my picks, I have it ahead of uh, I May Destroy You just because of the amount of nominations it got. I felt like that was that would kind of if we were ranking it, that would give it the edge over I May Destroy You. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I still love Queen's Gambit. I think overall as a series, people really loved it. I think Mayor of Easttown will maybe get it. We'll talk about the best actress and probably will, could win there. But you know, again, we've said this before, the recency bias or the unrecency of Queen's Gambit, it literally aired in October of last year. That feels just so long ago. And I'm wondering, are people, it's a did whole people revisit ago. And people I made this for you is even older. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did people revisit this show? Are they going back to watch Queen's Gambit before? That's Rome? a good question. And I don't think I've ever discussed that with anyone before. Like, I know people who have watched the Queen's Gambit. Um, when it aired or like, you know, around like fall or like early winter this year, but I don't know anyone who's gone back to revisit it. Like I, like everyone I know who's watched it really liked it, but 
Yeah, I, I don't know if that's something, especially now when you're voting, I I'd like I can't see these like thousands of voters just, you know, even in like the portal, like watching these episodes, <laughs> like especially now that people are back working, you know, last year was probably under this new system. Uh, last year probably had the highest number of like uh, views of like the episode submissions in the portal because everyone was just in lockdown. But this year, like, I don't think anyone's doing that. Like if you already seen the Queen's Gambit, I don't think you would revisit it. Um, but if you had missed Mayor of Easttown when it aired a couple of weeks ago or like months ago now, two months ago, you might be more inclined to check it out, especially if you've heard everyone talking about it and it's so recent. So I actually have Mayor winning right now. Wow. So you're one of the, switch, the I made the switch post nominations. Yeah. Wow. Uh, w- w- just because of the recent, like, what is your reasoning for that? I, yeah, like partially the recency bias, um, you know, most of the, the winners in the last few years, uh, except for Watchmen, have come from the second half the, of the eligibility period. And it was a huge hit. Um, and like people, like not not just like industry folks, but like regular people really love it. And I think that's important because like that's, that's how I knew like Chernobyl was going to win when everyone was like, when they see us all the way. Because <laughs> I was like, that show got like, you know, insane ratings on IMDb, which is not a metric that everyone should go by, but that's also not the type of show that would break those types of records. So it was just like hitting with people. And I felt like Mare was hitting with people the same way. Not that like Queen's Gambit didn't, but I think there's more of like an emotional connection to Mare. Um, And yeah, like the recency thing. And I know like Queen's is still very strong and obviously it swept like all the guilds in the winter, but it also didn't have to face mayor mm-hmm. um, or it faced one division and a couple awards because of like the weird eligibility stuff. Um, and I made a story didn't do that well in the winter either. So um, it's, I, I feel like that it, it could have just won a lot of those awards in the absence of stronger competition, you know? I don't, I don't disagree. I, the reason I still have it there is I just think it overall had more nominations than mayor. So that was yeah, like, but it's my, also like you expected that. Cause it's right. that's, that's true. It's a period piece and you knew it was going to be really big below the line. And I mean, mayor only got two fewer nominations, like 16 to 18. Right. So, and it's a contemporary show with not a lot of flashy production. So I, I don't know. I still have it in there, but I don't think it's a lock by any means. I don't know. I, I just think because I, I, my, my rationale is that it was like, it's been the favorite. People did really love it. And I think while maybe they didn't go back to revisit it, I think the memory of the show is not negative. You know what I mean? Like I think, yeah. and the finale is probably the best episode. So you're really going out on a high of the Queen's Gambit. So if you watched it in October of literally last year, and if I asked a random person if they had watched it and what they thought, they'd probably go, oh, it's a good show. Even if the beginning was a little slow, even if there are parts where you're like, oh, whatever, but like, it's a good show. And I think that in the I, end I guess is going to help we would just it. need to ask people if it's in between those two, like, which one do you actually prefer? I mean, like, that's ultimately what it comes down to. Right. That's true. I don't know. I, I could see it. I, I think it's pretty close. I don't think the other three, like you said, I think I may destroy you has opportunities to win elsewhere. I don't think it's going to win best series. WandaVision was an intriguing dark horse, but I just don't think it's going to work. And Underground Railroad feels like the nomination is the reward there. I mean, yeah, it's just, just seven nominations. We talked about this before, like 
We did. And I, I got to tell you this week, I thought of Underground Railroad because Amazon sent out a big flashy press release about the Lord of the Rings show that they were putting out that they spent half of a trillion dollars like billion, on, whatever yeah. it was, right? Like $465 million, billion, whatever it cost, a lot of money. And uh, it's coming out now, September 2022. It'll so we'll be, be eligible in 2023. Yes. So when we do this two years from now, we'll be talking about the Lord of the Rings show still. Uh, and I was like, and they, in that, in that announcement, they said they're going to do weekly episodes starting in September. It's September 2nd, I think 2022 or whatever date it was. And I was like, I wonder that's a total, like, I think a, a shift from the previous Amazon way of releasing things. And I wonder how much the underground railroad experience uh, had this, an this effect is the on the Railroad's legacy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, like Amazon does release some shows weekly, like it's the boys season two weekly, but mm-hmm. not the show. So, but yeah, Underground Railroad definitely should have been a weekly drop. And if you look at how the boys did at the Emmys compared to like Underground Railroad, I mean, maybe, you know, probably should have been weekly. I don't, I, it just, I mean, two very different types of shows. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think the weekly model, I think you're, I'm hoping the weekly model has a comeback. Yeah, I think and we've I guess, seen like Mare, just a traditional weekly show. Like it's, I don't think, I don't think it would have been as big if it were like a date and date release on like HBO max or something. No way. Even like something like hacks, like, you know, it was two episodes a week, but it was over five weeks and it still kind of built that buzz as people were watching it. So. Yeah. I think I've been watching a lot of, uh, you know, like Ted Lasso and and Schmigadoon I was watching. And again, those are like, and gossip girl on there. All these shows are weekly releases. (laughs) Love Gossip Girl. We could talk about that for the Emmys later. But I'm just like, I do think it helps build the interest. And it, it oh, it's yeah. not... Especially now that there's like a billion shows, like no mm-hmm. one can keep up. And no one, it's just overwhelming when you see, when you log into like Netflix or whatever, and you see like it's the full season and it's 10 episodes and you just don't have the time to watch this right now. Right. And I think a lot of times too, not to, you know, I think you end up feeling like, like if I was going to go in and be like, oh, I'm going to watch... I don't even know what show, whatever show. And I'm like, oh, if I've already missed the cultural conversation and then have to catch up with like yeah, 10 or 12 well. episodes, like, am I going to do that? But if you go in and you're like, oh, like, for instance, like Mayor of Easttown, let's say you, it was, I think, what was it? Eight episodes, right? Or seven or eight. So let's say you're like, ep- like by the first month or something, you're like, oh, I've heard this Mayor of Easttown show is great. Let me go check it out. And there's four episodes. That's not that in- imposing. You could do that over like a couple of nights. No, that's how one of my friends caught up because she, you know, saw like ads for it and stuff. And then like her coworkers were talking about it. And then she asked me about it. And I was like, and I, at that point I had like watched screeners. So I was like ahead and I was like, oh, you should definitely watch it. So she caught up because right. she was like ready by like the next episode air date. And I, I think that helps. Like, whereas if you were like, here's, if you were like, oh, I've heard about this show, you know, using the limited series like Queen's Gambit as a, as a great show. And then you're going to go pop it in. And it's like seven hours. That feels like a long time. And I think maybe people are less yeah. inclined to be like, oh, so regardless, that's for 2020. We'll talk about this with the Lord of the Rings later. But yeah, so at Queen's Gambit and Mare of Easttown. And then we have that same battle in the limited actress series, uh, limited series actress category, excuse me, Kate Winslet and Anya Taylor-Joy, just pretty much dead heat. Uh, right now, Kate Winslet has like less than 100 votes on our odds or, you know, people are picking her compared to Anya Taylor-Joy. I I have Kate Winslet also. I think she's going to win. I I, don't. I have Kate as well. I switched to her, but like by the end of the show, <laughs> so I'm not, it just I, I'm, just, I'm like, not going to abandon her now. No, it just feels like uh, Annie Taylor Joy won a lot 
uh, previously, obviously, as she won at the Golden Globes and, and the SAG Awards. Uh, it, I just think like she may not necessarily peaked, but I think having to go, uh, people feel it's not like she's not, I guess I would say it's not like she's not been rewarded for this. So I think that is going to play into it too. And like Kate gets her Emmy here for this. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, <sighs> I, I like I said this before, like I think it's kind of like two years ago with like um Patricia Arquette and Michelle Williams when Patricia Arquette won like all the winter awards for Dana Mora and then Michelle, you know, was like surprise, Fosse Verdon, and then she won the Emmy and then went on to sweep the following season. So I think it, this is kind of like that because like people just because when people watch like Fosse Verdon, even though that show like didn't win series or anything, it wasn't like it, it got 17 nominations, but like it wasn't going to win series. But it was like, I think that performance was like a surprise to a lot of people, like how good she was and how much people love it. And I feel like that's the type of vibe that Kate's performance is sending. Like people love that show, love that performance and the characterization and, and the writing of it. And, you know, Anya is, is great too. And yeah, like she's won a lot. And I think, I don't think it's the same as last year when a lot of people were, you know, when Mrs. America premiered and people were like Kate Blanchett versus Regina King, but Mrs. America also didn't land the same way as Mira Town did. And like Kate was never really a contender. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those are like the two precedents of like which way it can go. And I think it's going to go the way of 2019. I, I I think you're right. And I think the other, like you said, like, I think the, Maybe I would use surprise as like the word. Like I think Kate Winslet, obviously, like no one is like going to be like surprised that Kate Winslet is great. No, but I think like they were surprised at how much they loved it. Yes, and I yeah. think like it's a different performance for her, right? Like I think she's not. You know, I think people maybe rightly or wrongly, just because of the stuff she's done, maybe think of like period work for Kate Winslet. You know what I mean? Like kind of like having her in a contemporary role and really crushing it with the accent work it definitely feels like Meryl Streepy. Like it definitely, I, I could see like, you know, like this, if this was 20 years ago, it would have been Meryl Streep maybe. And like, kind of like people like being like, oh, this is great. I don't know. I, I just, I think yeah, she's going to- So gonna- like, like Kate won 10 years ago for Mildred Peart. Yeah. And I feel like if she were competing with that now against Anya, she would not win. No, because I think that the periodness would be too similar. And I think Anya is like doing a good thing. The other thing with Anya is that like, I love that performance. It's like one of my favorite things. And I just love, I really just love Queen's Gambit, but she's like, definitely, it's definitely like a, a John Hamm, Don Drapery kind of vibe. And I think that oh, makes it a, a little, good comparison. I think it makes it tough sometimes for voters to, or viewers are like, not necessarily sure how much you should be rooting for her. Or like, you know, it, it's not that she's like an anti-hero, but I just think it's like the subtleness of the performance and a lot of it's so internalized that it makes it maybe like, a thing that people are going to respect more and or you know maybe in the face of the Kate Winslet performance which is like so big and like a good way that she'll end up prevailing that's that's my thinking i don't know i mean this category is this stacked cuz like great you, you like i would not be surprised if Michaela or Elizabeth Olsen won like i want to put Elizabeth Olsen higher but i have no room for her and then there's Cynthia Rivo as Aretha so yeah, it's, it's really great. I love this one too. It it, it ended up being we knew this was going to be like a stack category, like just because this, every this is like one of the categories that like probably everyone got right. <laughs> yes, and it's like a great. It's just a great group. Like if any of them won, truly it would be like cool. Like I'd be like, oh, that's great. Like if, if Cynthia Revo, Elizabeth Olsen, and Michaela Cole won, I'd be like, that's really cool. Even if like we wanted Kate Wilson to win, you know, it's like it is a great group. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. So uh, Kate Winslet and the other uh, limited series, great because the acting categories are so tight. Uh, that's why I was just staring at the ocean, thinking about this for a whole week. I can't wait to talk to you about this. And it has uh, the fewest numbers. It's only five, like all these other categories have like seven and eight. <laughs> right. Uh, limited series actor, you have your boy, Paul Bettany, still my, in the yeah, league. Yeah, my guy. But my guy, Hugh Grant, just coming up strong. You. It's, it's the Brits. But these two Brits. <laughs> and then you have uh, Leslie Odom, Hugh McGregor, and Lin-Manuel Miranda rounding out the category. I, honestly, any of these people could win. I don't think you and McGregor or I could see Leslie Odom honestly winning. It depends on how much like the Hamilton like love it goes. He he won the Tony. So like, you know, I could see people being like, well, if he won that already, like we got to give him this. I just like, yeah, like the Hamilton thing. Uh, I just feel like people vote differently for winners. I mean, like they do have to vote differently for winners versus nominations because for nominations you get list off as many people as you want. And I feel like when it's unlimited, you know, like you, you might, you might have like your top two favorites. Let's say your top two favorites are Paul Bettany and Hugh Grant. You put them down, but then like, I feel like subconsciously because it's unlimited, you feel not pressure, but like inclined to list other performances that you like or other shows you like. And like, who doesn't like Hamilton, you know? Right. So then you're just like checking off like Leslie and like Lin-Manuel and like everyone else and supporting. And like, that's oh. how they get it. I think, I think, I feel like Hamilton's like nominations, like their hall is more of a reflection of the voters rejection of other shows than it is a reflection of how much they love this Disney plus right. taping of Hamilton. Right. I also think it's a reflection too, of how many people probably watched it over the last year. I mean, like oh, I've yeah. seen, like I watched it like at least three or four times just on Disney plus, like putting it of on or whatever. <laughs> Great. I love Hamilton. I don't care. Uh, and I think other people probably did too, especially if you have like, you know, kids or whatever. Like, I feel like it's, it's a, it must be a very popular title for Disney plus. So I think like people have checked it out more than once and it is kind of like, because it's a musical, it's like kind of like watchable in the sense that it's like, you don't have to pay a hundred percent divided attention. You know, like you could just have it on, listen to the songs, watch the, you know, it's, it's a good thing. That all said it's history. Yeah, that all said, I don't think Leslie Odom's going to win, but I do wonder if Hugh Grant has enough. The reason I would say no is because The Undoing really kind of flopped. I think it only got two nominations, right? Or it was not a lot. I think it was Hugh mm. Grant. Let me see. Yeah. And like WandaVision, as we said, had a ton of nominations. Um, so I, that's the reason I think for Paul Bettany uh, to win. Yeah, it got two nominations, Outstanding Production Design and Lead Actor. And I mean, those, those sets were fancy, man. Yeah. Great, great production design. Loved it. Love that. Uh, like the art studio where the murder happens. Is yeah. A really, really great uh, set, I would say. And then WandaVision had, what did it have? 20, 23. 23. So that, that would be the reason for Paul Bettany. I think like people love him in that, but I do want the U Grant performance is so good. And he even carries the, the hacktastic finale. Uh, I don't know. I could, like five grams? <laughs> I could see him winning. <laughs> I mean, I would love if like Hugh Grant won. Like I, I, I wish he had won last time. Like that. I mean, he was not, not winning that last time for a very uh, English scandal, but um, I, yeah, like, you know, we've discussed this before. I've been on the Paul Bettany train since like March <laughs> with WandaVision's performance. Like I, this category is so open. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to stay with him. Like, I don't, 
I'm not gonna go to either Hamilton guy, although I I can definitely see Leslie winning. And like Ewan, you know, like Halston is kind of in the same situation as the Undoing, where it just it's it's also like like I know a lot of people were making the comparison between this and like Hollywood last year, but Hollywood last year did well. Like it got multiple acting nominations, you know. So like I I don't know if like you and like that this is like enough for him to win this but it, i don't think like, so you can't, I, you can't make a case for all five of them winning because it's the opposite of the actress category right no i i think halston maybe should have been I, in hindsight i wonder if it would have been helped to delay if for the next emmy cycle i just think there was too much already out and kind of got lost a little it came out i think right at the end of may so it kind of yeah, just I was mean, like, like like Hollywood came out last May too, so I don't. Yeah, know. I'm, I'm maybe, assuming that maybe was maybe the, like they just care more about Hollywood because they saw maybe. The but Hollywood. I think like, and I think Hollywood like was flashier and stuff like as a premise. But I was like, Austin's really good and he's awesome on it. I kind of wish they would have waited until like the. I think if you would have thrown that in like the fall or late fall mm-hmm. and like kind of focused on next year's Emmys with it, it would have maybe been a bigger deal. But I just think the way it came out, like right in the crunch of everything else yeah, people just kind of like it. because it's a good show he's really good on it <laughs> yeah um, so i don't know yeah paul bettany for me <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with probably you but i could I, I, you know just gonna go down with the ship oh love love you uh i i admire your loyalty yeah why not i mean if you're gonna go gonna go down go down hard with you grant i guess sure uh and then we've got Supporting the supporting category is a little more daylight here. Uh, Catherine Hahn, Agatha all along continues to really lead. And you have Julianne Nicholson from Mayor of Easttown, a solid second choice. I, I've been tempted to switch to Julianne uh, Nicholson, but I'm sticking with Agatha all along. I just think like that one is in the end, the, the stickiness of that meme is enough to have her win. It's, I think just you automatically think of, Agatha all along and that's it. It's like, oh yeah, Catherine Hahn's great. Let her win. Mm, yeah, I'm really torn here because I would love for both of them to win. And like I switched to Julianne like after the mayor finale. But then I now I'm back on the Catherine drain. Um I do love that like these performances, like those two in particular, are complete opposites. <laughs> yes. So it that's kind of great. Um, but yeah, I I just after like WandaVision got those 23, I'm just like, it, like, I feel like that's enough. And then like her just having a moment this year um, might be enough to push over the edge. And I also don't know, <laughs> like if I do switch to Julianne, uh, you know, tease for the next category, like I'll be predicting three acting winners for Mayor of East. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the other possible, yeah. um, but it's just funny. So that was that's part of the reason why I didn't switch. Honestly, I just think that like to tease the next category. Then we've got uh, Evan Peters uh, from supporting actor. I he is definitely not the he's the favorite. Not overwhelming, I would say, because there's like in our odds at least. The V Diggs is like a good uh, solid amount behind, but as like a second choice, I still think Evan Peters will win though. Yeah, I I have Evan, and then. Like, like I said, like previously, like, you know, he was also in WandaVision and we know they like clearly liked WandaVision <laughs> too. Um, but I think of all the Hamilton people, like David is the best position to actually win. 
I agree. I, this, you know, so he was nominated at the SAG Awards for this performance. He won at the Tony Awards for this performance. It's definitely the biggest performance in the in the show. I think you could say like he's like full energy. It's, it's a fan favorite. Fan favorite, and he's got so many other things. He was obviously on Good Lord Bird. He has Snowpiercer. He produced Blind Spotting. There's a lot of and creative he, blind spotting the he show on Stars. announced the SAG nominations on Instagram Live. So there's a lot the of he's, he's in a lot of spots. So I think that yeah. helps um, keep his visibility very high. Um, I could see him winning, honestly, because I want I, I just think Evan Peters, like you said, like because of the WandaVision thing, because he's been so beloved for a while without any kind of awards recognition. This feels like the best opportunity to reward him. And I think, like you said, I think it's easier to vote for the Hamilton nominations than it is maybe the win. And I wonder if people will be like, you know, Debbie Diggs has won a ton uh, and Hamilton has been so rewarded that maybe it is nice a time for Evan Peters to, to win something. I, I don't know. I, I, so I do have him winning as well, but I think you're yeah, right. He's Daveed not like, is definitely a, like a front runner, like a, like a, a runaway front runner by any means. Evan. Right. Um, but I think he makes the most sense out of this yeah. lineup. I mean, yeah, because the has- rest of the nominees, you have uh, Papa Esiedu for I May Destroy You is in like third in our odds. And then uh, Thomas Brody Sangster for Queen's Gambit, Jonathan Groff and Anthony Ramos for Hamilton rounding it out. N- sure. I mean, all of those are good performances, but I just don't think they're going to win. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like Thomas like- Brody Sangster maybe would have had, he's got like a fun part, but I actually don't even think he's like, like I preferred uh, Bill Camp. Well, Bill Camp would have been lead somehow, right? I don't even know how. No, he he would have been supporting. He would have been supporting. Because yeah, so he's Bill only Camp in the first is, episode. He's in like 15 minutes of the first episode. I know, he but he was, in, well, I guess you're right. Because I was thinking like at the SAG Awards, he was somehow. Because right. it's just one category. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, Bill Camp was good. And also what's his face from Harry Potter? Harry, Mel- Harry Melling or Henry Melling? Harry. Harry Melling. Yeah. I liked him a lot more. And, and I, I did too. He was great. Uh, so yeah, but like Evan Peters, great. Love to see him win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so if I switch to Julianne, I'll have three mayor acting <laughs> and mayor winning series. I mean, yeah. that would be like, that's well, the three, reason, but I don't have a winning either writing or directing. <laughs> so that's why I haven't switched off of Queens Gambit yet. Cause in writing, well, in directing, I have Queens Gambit winning and I don't even have mayor. Be- I have mayor beast down fourth in my, uh, I think in my, I mean, I, I think the directing of Mary Town is very underrated. Like, I think it's, it's perfect for that show. It's not, you know, really flashy, um, but it's, it's like intimate and like the, the choices, like the camera angles and certain scenes are just, you know, perfect for like that moment. So it's not, you don't have like long cracking shots or anything or like chest on the ceiling, <laughs> but I, I think like these it's up against, these other shows like Queen's Gambit and WandaVision where they're just, you know, more technical. And it, I think you, I mean, we, we kind of mentioned this um, last time we were talking about uh, comedy directing with like the Ted Lasso episodes. And it's like, they're all very well directed, but it's not a feature of an element of the show that a lot of people talk about. Correct. I, that's why I would actually sit here and I'm, I have my number two choice is Underground Railroad. I understand it has no shot probably, but I actually think if you were really thinking about the directing of these shows, the nominees are Queen's Gambit, uh, I May Destroy You, Ego Death, uh, WandaVision, Mare of Easttown, Underground Railroad, Hamilton, and I May Destroy You, Eyes, 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 Eyes. 
I think you could argue that the Underground Railroad and Barry Jenkins is definitely the best directing here. It's like it, it truly is like a, a work of art, but I just don't think it it win because of how it underperformed, let's say, as a nominee. But I think if you were actually going for like best directing, I could easily make a case that Underground Railroad would be the choice here because yeah, it's like I think such the problem a, is like I don't know. Well, I guess like based on its seven nominations, you know, you could argue it wasn't watched enough. And I don't know right. if anyone will make the time to watch it now. No, but I have, so I have that number two for me and I have Queen's Gambit winning. Cause I just think like, again, the thing that Queen's Gambit has, and like you said, like uh, Mayor Sound also really nice directing, but the, the Queen's Gambit feels a little more showy. I think mm-hmm. there's more like flourishes of directorial, uh, you know, trademarks and like authorship than Mayor Town, which feels like very much like, if not anonymous, just like, you know, very, it's like the show. It's just very unflashy and like, kind of like, it's it just does the job really well. Like, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff doesn't always win. So. Yeah. I have WandaVision in second. WandaVision, I think would be a really strong pick. Like we yeah. said previously, it had so many nominations, but it also is like very much, I think an achievement technically, because you're mixing a lot of visual effects with, the very it's, it's different every week. Yeah. And the specific eras of shows, I think that's really cool. The directing in there was really fun. And uh, Matt Shankman is like kind of a, a veteran director, I feel like. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like I, like directing is very like vote splitty. So I don't think either of the I May Destroy You episodes will win. Like Michaela co directed uh, one of them, the finale. So, but I, I think that's actually in second, isn't it? I believe so. Um, yeah. The I May Destroy You. Yeah. It, right now, Queen's Gambit, and then I May Destroy You, yeah. Ego Death. Is that the finale? Yeah. Yeah. And then WandaVision, Mayor of Easttown, Underground Railroad, Hamilton, and the I May Destroy You other episode. So I actually don't think, even though uh, Michaela Cole, a three-time nominee this year, has that in there. I have, actually, I, I have her getting awarded next category in the uh, movie writing, writing yeah. category. And I am not alone. As she, the I May Destroy You is the very strong favorite here. Uh, the nominees in this category are I May Destroy You, Mayor of Easttown, Queen's Gambit, and then three WandaVision episodes, which we've talked about before as jokes on us because they got the nominations. I know. But I we tried don't to think... on them for oversubmitting. And so they oversubmitted and got their three, uh, <laughs> yeah, got their three nominations. But I don't think that's going to help them win. So I, I may destroy you winning here, uh, largely because I think Michaela Cole is a, a person that should have an Emmy, and especially for I may destroy you, and this is the best place to reward her for that. So that's why she'll win. Yeah, and it's like that show is also I think not I don't know like the the proper way to put this, but it 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 feels like like not just like the cool choice, but it's like kind of like the the intellectual choice you know yeah and like just the topic itself and like how she tackled it on the show so um and like the writing categories usually you know a lot of the times they they like take that detour even if like series goes a different way like you know you have i mean game of thrones won two writing awards but then it lost like then that like you know lost for the finale as it should (laughs) have to succession um so it's like i feel like like the writers, you know, they, they make like, you know, you could say, I guess a better pick than maybe like the series 
I think that you, I think your artistry thing is right. And we've seen it at the Oscars too, with like original screenplay where you're going to yeah, get like sure. get out winning, you know, like the, not the cooler maybe is like, the, is a base, like, you know, reductive it's just, it's term. like the writing achievement, you know? Right. Like usually the, the more uh, hipper pick is going to be in writing. So that's why I think I'm industry too, like fits that mold where it's like nothing against the queen's gambit writing. I actually think it's really good. But, I think like all of these nominees or all of these shows are very well written. You right. Know? But I think that's just kind of like the cooler choice. I also think you, like you said, like, I don't know, thinking of those other shows, is the writing the first thing that jumps off? Exactly. And I think, yeah, I made it true. I actually think it is. And with like Queen's Gambit, it's not. And with Mary Town, I'm not convinced it is. And WandaVision, I don't think it is. So like, just that, it just feels like this is the place for it. Um, and yeah, I mean, with Queen's, it's like, you know, it's an adaptation of a book. So I guess that has it going for it. Mare, I think should get points for just like how funny it is. Cause it's, it's so funny. Like this is like heartbreaking, like murder mystery, a lot of surprises, but it's also deathly funny. No pun intended. <laughs> um, and WandaVision, like, you know, it gets props for just its handling of like the sitcom eras and obviously everyone loved the grief line. So I feel like that's of the three, like that episode is probably, if you're going to pick a WandaVision episode, it'll be that one previously on. Um, So, but I don't think it's winning that, but you know, good for it for getting three nominations here. So uh, let's briefly go through uh, in the creative arts. So that's basically, those are the main limited series categories, but I'm just looking through the creative arts quickly. Uh, Places where some of these shows are, are rating. Uh, main title design, WandaVision and Queen's Gambit are the top two picks there. Uh, I have WandaVision. I think the Marvel title designs are great. Oh, yeah. And I think we discussed this with Caitlin last time that like it should have been like the fake titles that are <laughs> should have been eligible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I feel like maybe some people might think of those instead of like the actual like end titles. Um, at the end yes. Of I want to do music for a limited series. This is another one where a lot of our competitors are. And I know you are intimately I love the the composers. I think you did a lot of these for uh for the site, at least spoke to some of these composers. I did. Yes, I did. Uh music for a limited series. Queen's Gambit, WandaVision, Underground Railroad, Fargo, and Oslo. Great category. Uh Queen's Gambit is in the lead. I'm weighing on that. I love that score. It is so it's good. Uh a great score. Great score. So I mean, all I, of like the all these like like Bertel, like <laughs> Underground Railroad, but I don't know. Ugh. I don't think he's going to win for Underground Railroad. Yeah. It's a good I mean, score. He couldn't even win for Succession last year. <laughs> and Succession is just this. That's he's going to win next year for Succession. I think. Like we'll just pencil that in. Uh, I know. But and yeah, one division score is good too. But I, yeah, I have Queen's Gambit win this. Great, uh, just a great score. And then uh, let's see what else. Music supervision, another one where a lot of our our limited series contenders are are showing up. Uh, I may destroy you is in the lead, followed by Queen's Gambit, WandaVision, Bridgerton, The Crown, Lovecraft Country, dramas. We don't need to talk about them. It's fine. And then Halston sure. makes the cut as well. Uh, Queen, I may destroy you is leading here. I think that's probably fair. I got to say, I can't think of the Queen's Gambit. Uh, a lot of the the music choices, I don't think stood out really, though there is a couple and there's one great scene when she's having like a bender. I already forget the song, but a uh, great scene. That's and how memorable like, it was. <laughs> it, it's I saw it again, like not to go back. I'm like, I watched this a while. <laughs> so it's like, I can't remember. It was 10 months ago. Yeah. That's a long time. It is. Um, but yes, I mean, this, 
yeah, I think I have I May Destroy You for this too. Um, yeah. And I, so this uh, is like a place where a lot of these shows, WandaVision music and lyrics, we all expected a win for Agatha all along. And the, you know, of course. Like, I mean, you're not picking your your beloved Bill Burnham. I mean, I kind of want to, but it, it's close. It's actually closer than it it would appear I and uh, Bo Burnham is on the ascent uh, for comedy, I think is the song that he put in there. You know, I love that song. I don't know. I think, I think Agatha all along though, again, because of the meme, it is like one of the most recognizable things of this year. And it isn't even like a recency bias thing for Bo Burnham because WandaVision was also on like only a couple of months ago. I think people will remember it. So it's not like it's like we're going back 10 months. We're only going back like four months. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and then I guess that's really it. I'm trying to look. I'm just scrolling here quick. I think that's that's most of what we're dealing with in the limited series category. So you're just yeah. in on Mare, basically, and like kind of you're expecting a, a good night for Mare Town at the moment. We have months until the end, or at least a couple I mean, months. Yeah, until the end. you know, I, I could have a walking away with three acting awards. <laughs> I mean, that's I that's wild, but. It's not unheard of. I, I just it's, don't it's think Julian not, is. not, but I, I think usually you would think it would be like sweeping, like writing and directing. I think that's the weird part. It's not that like I could have it winning three acting, but I'm not really considering it in writing or directing. Maybe that's on me. Maybe it'll just win one or both of those two. Because, I mean, we're also in like in an era of a lot of sweeps. So We are, but I just yeah. think that this is indicative of the fact that both of those shows are really strong contenders and both are really well-liked. You know, I think like yeah. that's why it's going to split, I think, across like the acting maybe for Mayor Town and maybe the directing and maybe even series for Queen's Gambit. I mean, we'll definitely um, know more after Creative Arts, which is the the weekend before the main Emmy ceremony. So, you know, they're facing off in some of those categories because um, a lot of them are divided between like period and contemporary. But I think I think casting would be a, a big one. Um, I think they're all not main casting for that. So uh like I I can see, let me see, where's casting? Yeah, I may destroy you, Mayor of Easttown, Queen's Gambit, Underground Railroad, and WandaVision. I think I like I can see like Mayor winning that just because I think the casting in, on that show was really great. Just like it feels so lived in, like all the 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 supporting and background characters. Like I don't know. Like all these other shows, like you have like either like a, a main character or just like, you know, like a core group, like, like I May Destroy You or like even like, like WandaVision, like two of those people, they were already cast. <laughs> like they're right. from the movies, you know? Well, I guess with so, the casting thing too, is like does Underground Railroad, again, not to go back on that. And I know it, like all the caveats in place, but I'm like, is it a matter of like, I think Mayor of Easttown is a great like you said, like the casting is really great, but you still are starting with like massive stars, right? Like for all those major roles and Underground Railroad is really finding people for these roles that people are not necessarily familiar with. And I think that maybe should take a little bit of a, make it a leg up. But that said, I think you'd have to have actually watched the show (laughs) to say like, oh, look how great, like all these people who I have not necessarily seen before are in these roles uh, outside of like Joel Egerton, basically, who's like the most famous recognizable person in the series. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I could see, I could see Underground Railroad maybe competing there, but who knows? I just, I'm like, I'll be curious to see, even with the seven nominations, if people go back and watch it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Like, what are the other categories it's up for? It's like cinematography. Yeah, it's, in, it's like a great, and you know, like, uh, let me Google this. 
cinematography great james laxton i actually talked to him for our uh for our nominees uh round table great guy did moonlight obviously and the other barry jane uh and, uh, series sound editing i mean like all the stuff it got nominated for it's actually like those are legit things for it you know like the sound of the oh, show yeah, is sure. great because it's like very quiet and like very a lot and of it natural uses a lot of like natural uh sound yeah. so i mean it's all good stuff i don't know i mean I, think, I just, yeah, like I don't you know said, like it's just underperformed overall and it probably won't compete. But I think if we'll see, like, casting will be interesting. And if Miravis now wins there over Queen's Gambit, maybe that's like a bellwether. Yeah, because it's not just that category is not just casting directors voting, it's also like directors mm-hmm. um, and producers, I believe. So, well, Queen, um, Queen's Gambit, I guess if I was going to make the pro argument for it, I would say like another show that took somewhat recognizable faces and put them in roles that maybe people were not expecting and slash like kind of found a few people. Uh, it, it is very well cast in that regard, I think. But again, like maybe the mayor beast down, like you said, like yeah, combining like, the, like mayor is like more of an ensemble of them, like right. interacting with each right. other more. Whereas like, you know, like Queens is like her moving forward throughout the series and leaving people behind <laughs> or like they come to her. Which is like also the same with like Underground Railroad, you know. Um, so yeah, I don't because hmm. like so like yeah, last year Watchmen won bad, and like I mean we knew Watchmen was winning everything, but the year before when they see us won casting and they obviously lost series. But I think we also knew that when they see us was gonna win casting because it was just you know everyone made such a big deal about casting like the Central Park Five, like the younger versions and everything, and how right. good of a job they did. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Well, we'll find that out in September. It's, it's going to be here before we know it, Joyce, because it's already August. I know. And then voting starts in two weeks. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, so, so bookmark this and watch it again in two weeks. So you can be like, oh, look how smart Joyce and Chris were. We're going to listen, gonna listen just, to them. Just and copy vote. all of their picks. I'm going to listen to them and vote for Underground Railroad for, for casting. That would be me, I guess. They can listen to because <laughs> I think it's good. Uh, it's going to go seven for seven now. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's going to win. Uh, Joyce, thanks again for doing this. I'll, we'll talk to you next week. We'll come up with something fun uh, for next week. All right. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs>it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.